This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. It's the show that goes around the horn with your Minnesota Twins. With insight from the decision makers in the dugout and in the front office. It's Inside Twins. Inside Twins is sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Welcome to our Sunday programming here on the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Twins and the Cleveland Guardians coming up at about an hour from now to wrap up this four-game series and the finale of this quick four-game homestand. Joe Ryan today for the Twins and Tristan McKenzie off the I.L. will make his first start of the season on the mound for Cleveland. I'm Corey Provis. Welcome to Inside Twins. It's brought to you, as always, by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. And our guest on our Sunday show today, always a treat to have the president of the Minnesota Twins stop by for a Sunday conversation. Great to chat with Dave St. Peter. Dave, thanks for your time as always. Great to be with you today, Corey. It's a, a treat on our end as well. I think it'd be it'd be silly not to, to start with the lead. And that's what took place in federal court in Houston, Texas, uh, this past week, and a big rendering, a big verdict came down on Thursday that has a pretty big impact in terms of Minnesota Twins baseball and specifically on television. Yeah, that's right, Corey. It's been a long and winding road. A lot of news has been generated on both the current state and maybe the future of uh, of Twins telecasts. And this week there was a federal hearing, bankruptcy hearing in, in Houston where a federal bankruptcy judge ruled in favor of the Twins and uh, and Major League Baseball, along with the Guardians, the Texas Rangers, and the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, uh, in 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 relation to uh, our efforts to to do two things. One is to secure payment for uh, our broadcast contract in 2023, money that we have contracted for and games that have been provided, and then secondly, and probably most importantly, just to ensure that uh, our games continue to be uh, widely available, as accessible as possible. Uh, to our fans throughout the upper Midwest. And uh, the good news is this week's ruling uh, should keep us status quo here uh, in the short term, at least hopefully maybe for the balance of the season with our games being televised on Valley Sports North. And uh, those games will be available, obviously, to our fans throughout the upper Midwest. I want to get to that momentarily, but if I can, can we go back in time? Just to just throw it out this way. How, how did we get to this point that litigation yeah. was needed this past week in Houston? Well, obviously, the regional sports network business is uh, is going through some evolution. We're seeing it around the country. Uh, cord cutters, uh, cord cable satellite never havers. Um, the business model is changing. Um, the content is still incredibly valuable, and the rating uh, that are generated not just from the Twins, but in this market, the Wild or the Timberwolves are significant. But the business is different, and uh, unfortunately, that's led to some challenging economics for Diamond Sports Group, the parent company of Bally Sports North, and uh, that group missed a payment. They had, they had a payment due to the Twins uh, for, for our games in 2023 on April 1st, and they missed that payment. 
a judge has since ruled now they have to pay us 100% of that payment. So that's that's the good news. But we have a second payment coming up, and it remains to be seen what Diamond ultimately will do with the tools that they have available to them in bankruptcy. They have declared bankruptcy for their company, and they have the ability ultimately to accept or reject our contract. And that decision is uh, is pending, and uh, I expect it'll come here at some point over the next month or so. We have done uh, numerous you know, fan forums, and without a doubt, one of the first questions you get from fans, frustrated over blackouts. And is there now light at, at the end of the tunnel that blackout restrictions are going to be lifted for Twins fans to be able to view their favorite team, whether it be in the market, near the market, on a on a smartphone, on an iPad, is there light at the end of the tunnel that that, that this is going to happen? Yeah, I mean the goal for the Twins and Major League Baseball is is to have the uh, most accessible telecasts possible. Um, we're not there yet. Um, we obviously have some gaps with a, a number of fans who have chosen to cut the cord, right, and don't have access to uh, games via a streaming platform. Um, if we stay on with Diamond in the short term, it remains to be seen in what form that would take around the ability for maybe our digital rights to be part of that discussion. Uh, that was a big part of the case this week in Houston. Uh, but certainly going forward, Corey, I'm very bullish and optimistic that we'll be able to expand the reach of our games. And it'll come in, in, in two forms. One, through the distribution, through the linear uh, bundle, so to speak, cable and satellite, um, some of the virtual uh, delivery systems, whether it be Fubo or DirecTV Stream, but then more importantly, a direct-to-consumer offering where games will be available and blackouts will be lifted for fans throughout our television territory. And I know that's long overdue. It is the A topic for our fan base, and it's something we're working to resolve as quickly as we possibly can. What is Major League Baseball's role in all this, and I think maybe coinciding with what happened with the San Diego Padres earlier in the week? Well, we obviously have some uncertainty around the future of our telecasts, and uh, whereas I don't, you know, I'm not really at liberty of saying where I think we will be in 2024 and beyond. There's a discussion and a process that we are going to go through on that. In the short term, we have to be ready to ensure our telecasts uh, go uninterrupted if Diamond would choose to walk away from Twins baseball. We saw this happen in San Diego this last week, and Diamond had that contract, missed a payment with the Padres, chose to not make that payment. The contract was terminated, and basically in 24 hours, Major League Baseball came in and stood up a telecast and distributed that telecast, not just through cable satellite providers, but also through a direct-to-consumer offering, I think expanding the reach of Padres baseball by like three times. So uh, the good news is is Major League Baseball uh, is, is there to help. Uh, we are in an uh, ongoing conversation with them. If needed, they will do the same thing here in Minnesota. How contentious was it in that courtroom this week? You, you were there. You were in Houston for, the, for all this. Yeah, you know, there's certainly some of that that comes with any legal process. Um, you know, I, we, we've enjoyed, the Twins have enjoyed a really good relationship historically with Bally Sports North, formerly Fox Sports North. Those people are dear friends to the Twins. I feel badly that so many really talented professionals are caught in the middle of this. And the Twins don't have any animosity towards the National Diamond leadership. Those the individuals inherited much of this problem. So I, you know, I think, yeah, was there some of that, you know, uh, acrimony, so to speak? Yes. 
But I also think there, that there's a business deal to discuss and will be discussed going forward around maybe how the two sides could come together and figure out a, a, a business path forward that would perhaps uh, bring you know, uh, bring an end to some of the chaos that we're currently dealing with. Yeah, certainly has been an A topic around here and throughout the game. And, and thanks for your candor on this first segment. And we'll take our first break, come back. We'll dive into Twins baseball, that and more coming up. As Inside Twins brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer continues next on your home for Twins baseball. Welcome back to Inside Twins brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. Locally owned and operated, it's how memories are created and legends are made. Twins and the Guardians, fourth and final game of this series coming up in just a bit. Welcome back to our Sunday program. Corey Provis back with Twins President Dave St. Peter. So a lot has been on your plate, needless to say, based on our first segment. Now let's shift the uh, conversation to the action on the field. Roughly 60 games in, your take on Twins baseball so far, Dave? Well, I'm excited about our team. I think our best baseball is ahead of us. Obviously, we've we've pitched at an elite level. Uh, I think that's been fun to watch. Offensively, we've struggled at times. Um, and you know, I grew up with a lot of Twins teams. It was just the opposite. Boy, could we hit, but we couldn't pitch. <laughs> this team's a little different. The, the thing that I'm bullish about is the energy that Royce Lewis has brought, what we've seen out of Alex Kirloff being healthy, and I'm certain that Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa are going to be a big part of this going forward. So I think our best baseball is ahead of us. I feel good about where we stand, and, uh, you know, I, I, I expect our division ultimately will continue to be a fight, but... This is a team in my mind that should win the division. Hopefully, get to October baseball, and then let's let's do some damage there and 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 in advance, which is really what this team was built to do. It, it was hard, you know, not to notice that entering this season, this was the first time in, in at least a few seasons where the Twins did not sign a veteran free agent starting pitcher to like a one year deal. And does that speak to the confidence that that Derek Falvey and Thad Levine and many more had in guys like Bailey Ober and guys like yeah. Louis Varland that finally we're seeing some homegrown talent begin to break through? Yeah, remember we traded for Pablo Lopez, sure. so I yeah. you know I kind of put him in that bucket, and and not only that, we think he we obviously has a runway with us, but yeah, I I think we felt like we had more depth across the board, and and you know Bailey Ober and Louis Varland are guys that are our group that felt re- were ready to to contribute at the big league level. Unfortunately, we needed both of them sooner versus, you know, later based on some other injuries. But, you know, uh, as Kenta Maeda works his way back here, I, you know, I still think the depth that we have with that, our starting rotation is a strength for this club. Joan Duran certainly is a strength uh, with this club. And I'm sure you're like all of us. Ask Jace Tingler this question on, on the show on Saturday about the guy pitches, and we look at the plate, but then we're all looking at the radar gun. Yeah. It, you do the same thing, I'm guessing? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's cool about it is I saw a chart this week of fan polling of the most exciting players in baseball, and Mr. Duran showed up on that list for the first time. So I think people around the league are starting to take note that when this guy comes into the game and is throwing 103 miles per hour, that that is something that fans want to watch, want to see if guys can make contact, what can happen. And I'm so excited for him and the success he's having. He's a weapon, and, uh, you know, we're going to need to deploy him uh, smartly going forward, and I know Rocco and, and Pete Mackey will do so. All-star. I mean, Joan Duran, no at, with, with what he does, with his special skill set, I could see him in Seattle. I could see Sonny Gray, the guy pitching today, Joe Ryan. Could yeah. also be perhaps all. Yeah, I think they're all. I think they're all deserved, and I I hope some other guys get some consideration as well. But uh, 
and that's secondary to where we ultimately want to be. But but those guys deserve that recognition at a national level, and it's fun to see uh, Duran do what he does and and how our fans. Uh, um, you know, uh, rise to their feet when uh, when he's coming into a game. It's exciting. Shifting the attention now to the offense and your conversations either during the game, before, after the game with Derek and Thad and, and the coaching staff when it comes up to Carlos Correa. You're like, all right, he has this track record. April wasn't great. May normally is a good month. Hasn't happened yet. I know he's battling the, the, the plantar fasciitis yeah. right now on his left foot. But are you optimistic just based on conversations you're having with them, with the front office, the coaching staff, that Carlos, the, the season's going to turn in, in a direction where it normally does? Yeah, I am optimistic about that. I mean, obviously, you know, you hope that he's got, you know, uh, good health going forward and we've got to help him get through the issues he's dealing with his foot. But his track record speaks for itself. And I think the thing he's going to see here is look around him is that he's, you know, he doesn't have to do this by himself. There's some other offensive pieces that I think are emerging. Having Polanco back in this lineup, Corey, you know better than anybody. He's a professional hitter, and, and that, you know, just helps on, on so many fronts. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm optimistic, and I, and I believe that for us to get to where we ultimately want to be, which is competing for a world championship, we're going to need Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa to beat Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa. And I, I'm optimistic that'll happen over a course of time. And Royce Lewis, you mentioned his name. He has this infectious just personality, this smile that just yeah. engages you within five seconds uh you've been around so many players over your time and in different roles does he remind you just in in that respect just who he is forget his on-field talent but just the way that he is as a human being remind you of anybody yeah you know he's there's a number of guys that you could say are comps and i've seen some of the things that have been written um royce is royce um he, he's a unique breed um when we drafted him i remember you know, uh, very specifically, the, the first things our guys told us was this guy's going to be an elite leader um, in terms of, and Torrey Hunter told us, it, who knew the family well and knew Royce, that this guy was mature beyond beyond his years. And uh, we saw it from the first time he signed with the Twins and came in. And then you watch how he's dealt with adversity in his career, Corey, which I think has probably been the most impressive thing. Um, it would be easy for him to get down in terms of what took place last year. But I think it's, I think it's frankly motivated him and inspired him. And I was really happy to see what, what happened when he came back and just the joy. Uh, yes, for his teammates, helping us win a game, but even for him, just him, the, that, that knowing that you know, all that hard work to get back here uh, can pay off. And I just pray that he can stay healthy because I think he's not only going to help us win a lot of games, but I think he will go down over time as one of the more popular players to ever wear a Twins uniform because of that personality and because of his leadership. Let's talk about target field and attendance. Big crowds. Cubs were here, almost 100,000 pe- 100, people. Blue Jays, always yeah. big crowds. Cleveland, there's been a good jolt of energy around the ballpark. Are you seeing positive steps yeah. that, that crowds are coming back? We are. Um, we're seeing some really nice uh, sales going forward. Um, I always say that, you know, give me a club that's competitive at Memorial Day and we should be able to have a, a good summer. But I also think it speaks to um, the continued progress we're making with our downtown, people having greater confidence of coming downtown, some people coming back to Target Field for the first time in a couple years. Um, I, I think most fans are loving the rule changes. Um, I think that's helped, and there's no doubt in my mind that uh, that we're going to see continue to see crowds build, uh, and hopefully go beyond two million fans here as we get into the into the pennant race and uh, and ultimately the month of September. So I'm I'm optimistic and very bullish. Uh, the other thing I think that has been a really nice jolt to baseball uh, across the game 
uh, is the new schedule. I, I think people love the variety of opponents. And when you look ahead and you see the Mets are going to come in here, you know, I think that's going to be fun. Um, and, and some of the places we get to visit, uh, I think the new schedule has been a home run on all fronts. All right, we'll take our last break on our Sunday show. When we come back, we'll talk music. We've got some concerts coming to downtown Minneapolis here at Target Field. We'll give, get, get some insight from Dave on that and much more coming up next on your home for Twins Baseball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's our final segment of Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Corey Provis back with Twins president Dave St. Peter. All right, music coming back to Target Field. And for the second straight year, some post-game concerts here at home. T-Pain's coming up, and then country music star Carly Pierce not long behind after that. Yeah, we uh, we started this a year ago, Corey, with uh, Cole Swindell. Uh, uh, played a post-game a year ago and went went uh, splendidly well. And uh, we're going to bring that back. We're going to go a little different music, music genre with T-Pain. I know you're big on T. Yep. Yep. Uh, he'll be here on June 15th. We play the, the Tigers that night in a 6-10 start, and the game concert will take place right on the field after the game. And there's ticket packages available. Fans can come down on the field and get right up on, right on the stage, and it should be fun. And then Carly Pierce will come, I think, in August. Um, and, uh, you know, she's obviously a well-known country star and just won, I think, some CMAs, I'm told. So those post-game concerts are something I think we're going to expand upon uh, as we look to 2024 and beyond as well. So we're excited about it. And then Pink as well. My, my wife, yeah. Dana, fired up for the Pink Show. Yeah, the Pink Show is basically sold out. You know, yeah. we're going to have, you know, 40,000-plus people here that night. Uh, you might still be able to go to uh, twins.com or 33twins, uh, call us to, to get a ticket. Uh, but then we also have the Twin City Summer Jam coming, uh, you know, July 14th and 15th with the Killers on July 14th and then the Imagine Dragons on July 15th. So a lot of music here at Target Field this summer. We're trying some things that are a little different. And, uh, you know, that's always been part of what I think makes this ballpark great. It's a wonderful place to watch baseball, but some would argue it's maybe even a better place to watch a concert. How does that happen when you know that, all right, we have we have some open slots to get a concert in here? Yeah. That first conversation, does it go to a promoter, or does the yeah. promoter reach out to the team? Well, while the I was blessed for many, many years to work with Laura Day as, as, a, as, a, as a front office executive. Laura retired last year, but she maintained her role in being kind of the lead liaison for the twins and target field with all the major promoters whether it be live nation or or aeg what have you and laura plays that role for us and uh it's deep into discussions right now about 2024 concerts so we're trying to deliver for you Corey, the first ever pearl jam show at target field and right? well we're, we're still working on it it's been, and, it's and been 10 I, years I, now I, I know Corey, and and, and, and we've always said that if we got that concert done, we know that Chris Atterbury will be on the road doing those games. You'll yeah. be here at Target Field. But, but hey, also, Danny, he, he'll, get, he'll get wind of that, and he also may want that game off too. So then by default, I may have to go. 
So, you know, well, Danny, he might, he's got some tricks up his sleeve. Well, we have right? a contract negotiation coming up with yes, Mr. Gladden, so yeah. this gives me uh, more fodder to make sure that does not happen. We'll yeah. put in a Corey uh, Provis Pearl Jam clause. Yes. You hear that, Danny? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna remember that uh, here moving forward as we kind of wrap up our show here. Last uh, couple of minutes here with uh, with Dave St. Peter. Uh, obviously, a, a question that that came up a lot with you uh, last year was coming back to the ballpark and safety around the ballpark in downtown Minneapolis. In your daily dialogue with with city officials and Jeff Behan and Charles Adams, yeah. the great security team here, is that part of it a vital part for fans that are traveling? out of state from a couple hours away is there more i guess uh, do they have more conviction about coming here and, and being just fine taking in a ball game there's no doubt in my mind um never I'll never declare victory we always have more to do to ensure the vibrancy of downtown minneapolis but our downtown has taken steps it's gotten better and um and frankly events are leading the way you know what we saw with twins baseball what we see with the timberwolves and the Lynx, minnesota vikings and, um, you know, I, you know, obviously, you know, we are incented to ensure that it's a safe environment. We haven't had any incidents um, over the course of the last two plus years. And I can tell you that, um, that that fans coming back into downtown is not just important for Minneapolis. It's important for our state. This is the economic engine of our state, of our region. And uh, we need fans to come back and uh get behind this team because home field advantage is going to make a difference here for, for us not only winning the division but ultimately doing what we need to do in the postseason and the team has been playing pretty well here at home and uh starting to play better baseball here into a new month here in june a winning start sub 500 record back in may but a good start so far here in june yeah and i you know and i think as i said i believe our best baseball is ahead of us uh, offensively, I know our best baseball is ahead of us, so let's hope that the pitching continues to do what it does. If it does, I think we're in a good spot to, to make a lot of noise here over the course of the second half. Hey, great to catch up. Thanks for your time today. Great to see you, Corey. Uh, that's uh, Twins President Dave St. Peter, our Sunday guest at Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. We thank you for listening to our Sunday show. Stay tuned. The pregame show with Chris is coming up next. And then we'll have game four. Joe Ryan today for the Twins and Tristan McKenzie on the mound for the Guardians. Should be a fun day of baseball. More to come right here on your home for Minnesota Twins baseball. You have been listening to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. Locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network.